Today, Rosh Chodesh Av commences the period known as the Nine Days. These are the days when we intensify our mourning for the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, and additional halachas of mourning apply. In addition to not making weddings or listening to music or cutting our hair, we also don't shower or drink wine, eat meat, or wear fresh clothing. Today is also the yard site of Ahar Nakayan, the only yard site mentioned in the Torah. So why was Aharon singled out for this great distinction? And why specifically on Rish Chodesh Av? So in the Lakuta Sichas of the Labavitcher Rebbe, he offers a powerful idea. Aharon, as we know, was the ultimate lover of peace. He was the quintessential peacemaker among the Jewish people. The Mishnah says in Aves, Hil Oimer, Heve Metalmidov Shel Aharon. Strive to be a disciple of Aharon. Oyev Shalom, Veroidev Shalom. Love peace and pursue peace. Aharon devoted his life to bring peace between rivals and quarreling spouses. When Aharon passed away, the Pasik says, All of Kal Yisrael, men, women, and children, mourned him for 30 days. When Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, the Torah says, Only the men wept for Moshe. So why by Aharon does it say that all of Kal Yisrael cried when he passed away? So Rashi explains, because the passing of Aharon was a profound loss, even for the women. Because Aharon was the one who promoted love and unity between husbands and wives. Even the children felt his loss. There's a fascinating Gemara, Mesech Kala. The Gemara relates that over the years, Aharon persuaded 80,000 couples to stay together. He was the first marriage counselor in world history. He saved their marriages. And later on, when they had a little boy, they named him Aharon in his honor for keeping their family intact. And when Aharon passed away, 80,000 young boys named Aharon came to his Leviah to eulogize and pay their respects to the man who was the cause of their birth. The Gemara Masech Yuma asks, why was the second Beis Amikdash destroyed? And the Gemara says, because of Sinas Chinam. The Jews harbored baseless hatred towards each other. So it's on Rish Av specifically, when we intensify our mourning over the Kharm Beis Amigdash, that we invoke the Midah of Aharon, and we try to fulfill the Edict of Hill, Heavy Mital Midah Shel Aharon. We try to emulate the character of Aharon, who was the ultimate eye of Shalom, and reverse and rectify the sin of Sinas Chinam. So now we understand the significance of Aharon's yardside, and why it's the only one mentioned in the Torah. To merit the construction of the Beis Amigdash, we have to engage in its antidote, which is Ahavas Chinam, performing acts of baseless love. And it doesn't have to be something major. It doesn't have to be something monumental. Even a small gesture can make a world of a difference in another person's life. Mechaya Mesim Bamamare. You bring somebody back to life, Bamamare, with your words, a compliment, a gidvart. With a few words of encouragement, you can literally turn a person's life around. Shloim HaMelech says in Mishlei, Death and life are in the hands of the tongue. And the question is, why does it say in the hands of the tongue? It could have said, there's life and death in the tongue. Why biyat halashin? And perhaps because the tongue are the hands of your mouth. It's the agent of your intellect. And just like you can destroy someone with your hands, you can destroy someone with one derogatory comment. But on the other hand, you can also elevate someone and give them renewed life with one compliment, with a few words of encouragement, with a simple blessing. Have a great day. Have a good night. 
That's a tremendous blessing. You can keep them going for days. Wow, my friend took the time to give me a bracha. They really care about me. The Gemara says in Sechlis Megillah, Never disregard the blessing even of an ordinary person. Don't take it lightly. You tell your friend, have a wonderful Shabbos. That means you just wish them that they should not have any strife and heartache throughout the entire Shabbos. They should enjoy peace and serenity. That's not a simple bracha. Because you never know who is the channel through which Hashem is sending you your brachas. A story is told about a father who had a 27-year-old daughter who had difficulties finding a shidduch. One day he approached the stipler gone. And the stipler asked the father, when your daughter was born and you gave her a name, did you make a kiddush for her? And the father said, Although I made a Kiddush for my other children, she was born during a hectic time and I neglected to make a Kiddush for her. And the stipler told him, When you make a Kiddush for your child, people from all over the neighborhood come and participate and they wish you legadla, letoira, lechupa, lemasam toivim. They bless you that you should one day be zoichet to lead her under the chupa. But since you never made a Kiddush for her, she's missing all of those brachas. And you never know which person is the one that was granted the power to bestow the bracha that would ultimately be the impetus for her finding her zivik. So I suggest you make a kiddush for your daughter next Shabbos and invite all of your friends and say Amen to all of their brachas. The following week, the father made his 27-year-old daughter a baby kiddush. And shortly thereafter, she became engaged. So keep those brachas flowing. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.